Well, we've already kind of done the introduction to the sermon. I'm just waiting till Tom are we... There we go. All right, now we can get to this. As I said at the beginning, and I hope you've kind of paid attention, you've noticed, as we've been worshiping, there's been this dialogue that God speaks to us, and, and we speak to God. There's this response, and we experience God, and we, we know God, not just with our heads, but with our hearts. And what we're going to do for the next several weeks is just kind of look at different parts of that, of that dialogue, different parts of that. And for the next couple of weeks, at least, we're going to look at what are the things that we say to God. What are some of the things that that we say to God in worship? And this morning, we're just going to look at one of them. We're going to look at probably the one that is most often talked about in Scripture. I think more than anything else, this is probably, I heard somebody say it's the number one topic in Scripture, and and I I think I might be right. Um, but, But we give praise to God. Part of what we do when we come together in worship, part of what we do when we come into God's presence is we just we just say to God, You're awesome. You're amazing. You're fantastic. You're beautiful. You're, you're just so fantastic. Sometimes we say to each other, as we sang in the first song, our God saves, our God is great, and greatly to be praised. And, and, and we're giving God praise in that. Sometimes we speak to ourselves, in a sense, and we praise God by saying, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And, and, and the Bible calls us to praise over and over and over and over again. Just a few passages to, to get us going on this. Psalm 145, I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. Psalm 98 verse 1, sing. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. Psalm 100, 4 and 5, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generation. So many more. Revelation 5, verse 13, this is John's vision into heaven. Then I heard every creature, every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. All right, one of the things we're called to do when we gather together is to give praise to God, right? And, and, and over and over again, and in some ways, again, we say, well, the Bible talks more about money than it does about that. It talks more about praise than anything else. It, it calls us, it invites us to praise. And, and, and it calls us to do that when we get together. It calls us to do that in community. So two questions I want to think about with you this morning. The, the first one, I want to just kind of think about what is praise? Okay, what, what are we doing when we praise God? And, and for me, this has been really helpful. And, and so I hope it is for you as well, the things that I kind of learned this, this week and last week in looking at this. But, but what is praise? And then we'll talk about, well, how do we do that? How do we express that? How do we do that? So what is praise? Um, it's, I want to suggest this as a definition. It's a natural response to someone or something amazing, good, beautiful, fantastic, whatever word you want to put in there. It's a natural response to someone or something amazing, good, beautiful, fantastic. And, 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 and I want us to recognize two things about that. First, it's a natural response. Okay? It's, it's, I want you to recognize something. This, was, this is really helpful. You're praising things all the time. <laughs> We're constantly praising things, and we don't have to to force ourselves to do it. When you see something amazing, when you see something good, somebody hits a 450-foot home run, 
somebody makes an amazing catch. You have the best hamburger you've ever had. You read a book and it moves you. You you, you see the mountains and they're gorgeous. Friends, your natural response is praise. Okay, your natural response is praise. Might be loud, might be quiet. Might be just a sigh. But we are constantly, regularly praising things. And, and so what we do in church together is not something completely foreign to what we do outside the rest of the time by ourselves. We, we constantly, in fact, I, I'd suggest you almost, you can't stop it, at least not in a good way. I mean, sometimes we're too shy. We don't want to say anything. We don't want to draw attention to ourselves. But it's natural. C.S. Lewis says this, all enjoyment, okay? All enjoyment, anything that's good, the music, the, the food, whatever it is, anything that's good. He says, all enjoyment, when we experience that, spontaneously overflows into praise. It, it just happens, right? God wired us up in such a way that, again, when, when somebody makes that great catch, when somebody does that amazing thing, when you read that beautiful poem, whatever it is, you have to do something. It might be small, it might be big, but, but you have to do something, and no one has to force us to do it. It just happens. We just do it. Lewis goes on. He says this, The world rings with praise. Readers praising their favorite poet. You've got to read this poem. Walkers praising the countryside. Did you see that, how beautiful that is? Uh, players praising their favorite game. Uh, he goes on. Praise of weather. Wine. Oh, this is so good. Food. Actors, motors, wow, you see that engine, man, that's amazing, right? Guys, you say, I don't praise, yes, you do, talk about whatever it is, right? Motors, horses, colleges, countries, historical people. Ronald Reagan was the best president ever, that's praise, right? You say somebody's good at something, that's praise. Children, flowers, mountains, rare stamps, rare beetles, even sometimes politicians, rarely, sometimes politicians, Sometimes scholars, and even more rare, the pastor. Uh, but all enjoyment, right? All enjoyment. It, 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 it's, a, it, it's a natural response. And it might be just saying, wow. It, it might be saying, you look marvelous. Your, your daughter is growing up, and she's 17, and she comes down the stairs ready for the prom, and you just you stop. You say, wow. You look marvelous, right? This is the best steak that I've ever had. Sometimes praise is just, oh, right? You, you eat that bite and it's just, oh. That, that's praise, friends. You might, you might clap. We might give a thumbs up. Or you might do that finger point. Yeah, you, you. Or sometimes, again, it's praise, but the nod, right? Well done. Good job. We do that all the time. In all these ways, all of these things are are praise, okay? Because we've seen something good. We've seen something enjoyable. We've seen something. And we spontaneously want to respond, all right? All enjoyment spontaneously overflows into praise. You you do it regularly, okay? And and, and Lewis goes on to say, and these are in my words, not his, but he goes on to say that, that we also naturally, we naturally want others to join in. Right? When, when you experience something good, you don't just keep it to yourself. You, you, if you see something amazing, you, you want others to join in. Right? Stevie Wonder, isn't she lovely? Right? 
Isn't she lovely? Right? And, and you say that, right? You know, I got to tell you how beautiful my wife is. I got to tell you, this isn't she lovely. It wasn't that fantastic. It was not that, I mean, that was the best musical I've ever seen. It wasn't that fantastic. And, and when I, I want you to know, it. did, did you see that? Andy Pasma is our administrator here. And, and, and Andy's a pretty quiet guy, if you know him. And, and he's a big Packer fan, so I asked him last week, Monday, I said, Monday, you know, did you watch at the end of the first half when Aaron Rodgers threw the Hail Mary? I said, how'd you respond? Did you jump up and down? How did you do that? And he said, I was really excited. I turned to Deanna and said, did you see that? Now, that's Andy, you know, that's Andy kind of at the top of his praise level, right? I mean, no, I mean, it's, but right, if you've said to somebody this past week, did you see that? Or, or, or if you've taken a picture of somebody and Maybe, you know, she smiled. Right? It's so cute. It was so beautiful. And I want to share it. Think, I mean, th- th- that's why texting is full of praise. <laughs> because we're sharing things. You've got to see this. You've got to see this. It's, it's a natural response. We regularly, we regularly praise things in our lives. And so one of the questions I think can be helpful is you think about now coming to, to worship our God is, is how do I naturally praise things in my life? I, I pick on Andy because I can. Um, I pick on Andy. But that's Andy, okay? He's naturally going to be, you know, some of us are naturally bouncy. Some of us are not. Some of us are naturally loud. Some of us are not. And, and it's okay, friends. This is one of the reasons why we, we, we have to be really careful and shouldn't judge others of whether they're worshiping or not, of whether they're into it or not. You know, the, friends, we, how do you do that? How do you, I, I'll be honest, I don't, when I'm watching games, I don't tend to be really loud. I don't tend to go, you know, and, and so, but that, that might help us. And, and, and my only, my question kind of that would be, you say, so do I, do I have some things that I praise in some ways? And it might be okay. But then when I come to church, am I, you know, do I, do I praise in the same way? Is it at least as deep or deeper because I'm praising the one who made me and who saved me and so on. But, but recognize, okay, that's part of why it's going to be different. We'll, we'll come back to that, but think about that. So it's a natural thing to do. We regularly praise God. Second thing we need to notice from understanding what praise is, is that praise is a response. <clears throat> we talked about this with Thanksgiving, if you were here on Thanksgiving Day. But, but <clears throat> we said that, you know, you're always thankful for something, right? You're thankful when you get a gift, same thing with praise. We're, we praise and giving thanks is part of praise. But we praise because we've seen something. We always give thanks and praise. We always do that in response. We've seen something, something good, something amazing, something wonderful. And, and in the Psalms, we get this. Uh, nowhere does the Psalms just say praise the Lord. End of Psalm. It always gives us a reason, right? It always points to something that's praiseworthy. Again, <clears throat> back to Psalm 98. Sing to, the new Lord, uh, sing to the Lord a new song. Why? For he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. God is great. Why do we pray? sing to the Lord a new song? Why? Because of this is who he is, right? Again, Psalm 104 and 5. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for... For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations, right? So, so worship is always a response, and I want to suggest that this creates one of the huge challenges on Sunday morning, at least for me, okay? And my guess is for a number of us. This is the difficulty, because on the one hand, 
And, and anybody who's a believer knows this. God is always worthy of praise. God is always great. And God is always good. And, and God is always Savior. And God is always Creator. God is always worthy of our praise. But I'm not always thinking about that or noticing that. That's I, 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 not always like the first thing in my mind. And here's what I think happens to me in church and maybe to some of you. You know what? Ken, you're, you're driving to church. You're busy. Your mind is thinking about this. Maybe the kids are acting up and so on. Whatever it is. And then, you know, you drop the kids off. You take your coat off. You get in. You sit down. You read through the bulletin. And then Steve gets up and says, let's worship. Okay, I'll send. I, but, right, I don't have anything to respond to. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I'll sing, and I, the song's got a good tune, and you can dance to it. But, but, but I, if worship is a response, if I haven't seen something great or good, if I haven't reflected on God, then I'm not ready to praise, right? Then I'm not... So, so here's the challenge, and, and I think this is, this is an open-ended challenge, okay? This is one we need to work on together, okay? A challenge for us is how do we notice, remember, see, taste, God's greatness and goodness so we can respond with praise and worship. You, you, right? Do you understand what I'm getting at here? If worship is a response, if I sing, our God saves, then I have to remember that I've been saved, right? If it's going to mean something, I have to remember, it has to somehow, I, I have to see that somehow. So I really want to challenge you and invite you to share some of this, of saying, okay, so I want to, kind of two parts of this. First of all, what can I do as an individual? And I got some possibilities here um, and, and, and some suggestions possible. But, but think about it. How do you, I, again, to me, it just, I, what, like I say, I think so often I come into church and I'm like busy thinking about a hundred things. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to praise the Lord. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. Okay, and, and I'm singing, but I'm not really praising. All right. So what can I do? How do I do this? I, Maybe it's taking a moment before church, whether it's before you come or whatever, to just stop and think about God's goodness and greatness. Um, I don't want us to go back there. But some of us were raised in churches where everybody had to get there 20 minutes early and sit in silence, right? Some of you have been there. You know, it became probably for, it was for me, bad. It was torture. But I think it was probably rooted in exactly this. Now, except I don't think it's, I don't think somehow it doesn't. We're not able to do that together. But but it was it was trying to say, come on, let's let's just stop. Do we take? But, so I'm, you know, here we gather together. We're walking around. I'm handing out candy. You know, we're chatting with each other and so on. And that's good. That's part of gathering together. But do we need to somehow? How do we do that? Do it before you come. Do you just say, God, remind me? You know, for me, praying before a meal is never as much about Lord bless this food as it is about. For me, what I usually do when I pray before a meal is just, God, I've been running around. Take a deep breath. God, I just want to remember that you're holding on to me today. I just want to remember that. Even that much, right? Somehow we, I don't know how, I don't know, what, what, what is it? What can you do? Is there a place where you do that? Is it reading a psalm of praise and, and doing some of that? I, counting your blessings. I don't know. Can you, on your way to church with the kids, say, best thing that happened this week, top moment of the week, and then let's just be ready to give God thanks. I don't know what's best for you. I don't, but, but something, asking God to just pray and say, God, help me to see you. How many recognize that we're coming into your presence? God, remind me of your amazing love. And, and so I want to encourage you to try to, you know, I mean, again, this is, this is important. How do you do that? And then, and then also I want you to help us think about what can Hillside do? 
What can Hillside do? You know, I mean, I, I wondered about, and we've talked about it in pre-service slides with pictures of creation or attributes of God. For those of you who are normal here, you don't understand. Before we begin, we actually have announcements on the screens. If you're late, you've never seen them. Um, but we have, we have announcements on the screens. And, and on the one hand, a good way to get out information. But what if one of those was just a picture of a waterfall? How do, how do we do that? How do we use that? To, could that be a way? What are some of the ways? And that's where I really, Steve said it was okay. I could do this. I could ask you to tell us. What do you think would be helpful? You know, is it that? Is, it, is there an email on Saturday? I think we're going to start doing this. I know he's working on it. You know, and maybe to give you something to focus on with God or in, in the list of the songs or something. But how do we do that? How do we prepare? How do we help you? Is it somehow creating a, 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 a God focus at the beginning of the service? I don't know how to do that. But like I say, for me, it just seems difficult sometimes to have the first thing in worship. Yes, God greets us. We get that. But then we're just supposed to kind of jump into this praise. How do we, how do, we do that? If you have ideas on that, if, if, you, if you have ways to do that, please give me an email, shoot Steve an email, Daniel, whatever. So, so what is praise? It's a, it's a natural response to someone or something amazing, good, or beautiful. So how do we do that? How do we praise? Um, friends, the answer is in a variety of ways. Just a few of the biblical words that, that are used here. Again, we can sing, speak, shout, clap, raise hands, dance, bow, kneel, jump, stand, get on our faces, blow a trumpet. All of these things are different ways biblically. Okay? And, and so we do it in a variety of ways, all right? And, and, and I want to say three things kind of about that. Um, it, it's going to be different. Some of it, our style will reflect who we are, okay? And, and that's, again, why we don't judge each other. That's why we don't say, you're obviously into it. Or if somebody raises, you know, their hands, or their, their, you know, if somebody doesn't, you know, you say, well, you're not. You could tell he wasn't engaged. You know what? I can't tell. I can't tell where your heart is. And, and so let's just recognize that we don't need to worry about how everybody else is, but we ourselves, and, and, and again, some of us are going to raise our hands high, some of us are going to not do that. And guess what? The person who doesn't raise his or her hands is not less into it, necessarily, okay? It's, it's just, it, it, it's kind of, it's related to who we are. And, and I think a second thing on this that we've got to understand is that our style of praise is going to be impacted by the situation, okay? It's going to be impacted by the situation. This is, again, just a reality. And part of this is recognizing that we come into, you know, in your own private worship, you're not, you don't have to worry about anything. We come into worship together. We come into worship together. And yes, our primary focus should be on God. But we also recognize that there are others around us. And, and I don't want to get in their way. And so I want to be really careful. This question, the next question, went in and out at least 10 times this morning. Okay, I went back and forth on it. Um, but I, I, I want to be a little bit aware of, am I distracting anyone? Now, I don't think, I, I, I get, it's one of the reasons I sit in front. Because I don't see any, I don't, I don't have anybody in mind here, okay? I don't have anybody in mind. I did have one situation where I was not at this church, but at another, at a conference with somebody. And, and this person, and it was not a big deal at all, but when this person was worshiping, he would do this with his hands. And, and that was just great. He was offering himself to God, except for his one hand was right in my face. 
You know, I mean, he was like this, and I'm like, dude, get your hand out of my face. Now, we hopefully have enough freedom. Hands out, hands out, I don't care. Now, you start kind of writhing on the ground. In some churches, that's not good. We're going to have to get used to that. If you want to start that, we're going to have to get used to that. So you might, but, but so there's kind of that, and again, I, I so care. I don't want you to worry about that much at all. But I also want us to recognize we can be distracting on the other end. If I choose to sit while we're singing and just look angry, again, I, I, I want to try to get beyond that. But if somebody is just looking angry and obviously trying to look angry, you know, that's a little distracting. Can we at least get to neutral? I'm serious. I'm not, I mean, but can we at least get to where it's not like, whoa, why is that person so ticked? Right? I mean, come on. I mean, I, 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 I'm really careful about this because I don't want us to, I think we want to have so much freedom here of, of just expressing that and not, and, and just accept. But I, we are aware of each other. It, it does matter. The, the fact is when you go to a conference and, and you're in an arena, it tends to be a louder kind of, in a worship service, it's different. Kids go on retreats. And they're bouncing off the walls because it's all high school students. And then they come here, and they're like, same song, same beat, everything's same. But they're not because mom and dad are around. Okay, it's a reality. We want to make sure we focus primarily on God, but, but we also want to just... So our, our style of praise will reflect the situation. And, and then our style of praise will be different at different times in our own lives. Okay? Worship is, is responding to God. Praise is, is, is just recognizing how good God is. And, and, and that's one of the main things we do. And so what I want to do is I'm going to pray. And in this prayer, I'm going to try to spend some time. And, and then we're going to sing. We're going to praise together. Revelation 12, verse 5. I, I, again, but just worthy is the lamb who was slain. Just to stop and think about that. That Jesus Christ has died. And... and and he paid the price for all my sins. So we're going to pray, and then, and then hopefully we'll catch that understanding. It will grab us of, of what God has done, and then we will respond in praise. Let's, let's, let's pray together. Father, worthy is the lamb who was slain. We just stop. You know, we, we've been busy this morning. We've run around. We've done different things. We're, we're worried about work tomorrow. We're thinking about the lunch that we got to make or what we're going to order when we go out or whatever it is. Father, there's so many things right now. Just remind us. Remind us, God, that you created everything, that you are so big, that you are so powerful, and you hold us in your hands. And, Father, remind us of the cross. Father, show us that worthy is the lamb who was slain. Show us that Jesus Christ, your son, that you loved us so much that you gave Jesus to die and that he washed away all of our sins. Father, we stand here forgiven. We stand here washed in the blood of the lamb. We stand here and we know you're never going to let us go. So, Father, we just want to say thank you. We just want to bring praise. We just want to adore you because you are worthy of all of our praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's stand.